This is just on the jaunty jibs. Mr. Zach Dean, welcome to Just On with Jaunty James. And we are here at the one and only Mermaid Beach, a spot that is a favorite of mine. I lived here for a couple of years and spent many days and mornings actually coming down to the sunrise, much like we are here today, to connect with the sand, to sun gaze, to obviously absorb the, the really good light that comes on in the morning. And the reason why I wanted to do this with you is because uh, you've been coming down to the beach every morning since you've been living close by. You have been coming to absorb, is it the, the infrared light that is available first thing in the morning? You're super passionate about light, about health, about all things building wealth as well. And yeah, I'd love to just, first of all, have you introduce yourself yeah. and share a little bit more about maybe first of all why we're here first thing in the morning and why that's good for us oh wow thanks for having me <laughs> look at this studio this is amazing I I like, how did you get the tree in here yeah uh, so i actually <laughs> built this backdrop yeah, guys built this before built the built the bench <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel so so supported well yeah so the short story <clears throat> is because i had a lot of health challenges growing up allergies asthma bullied picked on I found that I valued health very, very early on in my life. And so they say our biggest wounds can become our biggest superpowers. And so like a rubber band snapping back into from, I guess, balance into pain in certain areas that allowed me to value my health. And then it slapped back into like, okay, projected and trajected me into then learning, continuing to learn 33 years into my life and um, my mother is a naturopath and my dad um, is, is in the creative arts so I got to see so my mum's yeah my mum's like health and wellness business creation and then also my dad's I guess interest in acting he had an acting school my mum had a health clinic growing up one of my stepdads was a yoga teacher, another stepdad a psychotherapist. Right. So I grew oh, up in the... <laughs> the full spectrum. Holistic, <laughs> shadow work, uh, new age, all the alternative medicines, which were amazing. And I went to a Rudolf Steiner school. Ah, so I was kind of... Lots of friends that went to Steiner schools. A little, and they're all really cool people. They're all right. Yeah. They're all right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently one of us uh, <laughs> won a Nobel Prize a few years ago. So I guess, yeah. you know... <laughs> learning dance and singing and that's where I played piano early on and we, we learned mathematics through bean bags and physical exercises and we learned about Greek mythology and Egyptian um, mythology and did use the protractor and to create sacred geometry at school. So we did a bit more like creative stuff. So when I then transitioned from nine years old in Perth to then Sydney with pulled up socks and leather shoes and ties and hats and I was like, what is it? Tuck your shirt in. I was like, I was like, what is this? Coming, This was my school. Like, it would be outdoors. Yeah. We had the adventure playground, so we could go and, like, we had a flying fox. We had a volleyball court, a, a soccer field, and it was just, like, this creative space. And then school and structure and learning and grades and good enough and self-image and wow. fitting in, all those things kind of started to play out. And I was like, I hate you, Mom. Why did you take me out of that school? I can't fit in here in Sydney. I was getting really bad grades. I had to do public speaking and like I was so afraid to get up. My whole schooling 
I never asked questions. Yeah. I was like the one at the back, quiet, yeah. never speaking up. Yeah. And wow. so when I had a bit of a, a low point around 17, 18 years old where um, all these health things were kind of bubbling up and school was really hard and HSC and I had my first mentor. So he was I think, 16 years older than me, yeah. personal trainer, he was a male stripper, <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was a nutritionist yeah. and so I went from in a short period of time struggling with all my health and wellness and mindset to then doing training sessions with him uh, because it was he was a client of my stepdad at the time and it was a way for my stepdad and I to bond. Um, didn't end up going that way too much, a little bit. You but didn't I ended become a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> didn't end up becoming a stripper. <clears throat> another story for another time maybe. <laughs> and so he became my older brother that I never had and became someone that was like a rock for me with knowledge and support and friendship and uh, he, yeah, was able to help me train and change my body and just prior to that I was literally praying and I was like I wish I could get through my health challenges and create a better life and I was like I'll make a, make a deal with you God. I was like if you can get me through these health challenges I will then dedicate my whole life to helping other people. So usually what we ask for shows up and I got through these health challenges and then literally on the other side of that I was like okay now I've got to help other people. I've got to fulfill my end of the bargain and so then I got into uh, Tony Robbins, NLP and nutrition health coaching, working with Vitamix Uh, and so that took me on a trajectory being fascinated by health and wellness, loved helping people and yeah to here we are today sitting on a beach learning about the importance of sunlight therapy and sunrises and sunset and how to manage our technology so we can live in this busy, busy toxic you know tech smart world yeah. when e- emf, EMF polluted oh, world in a sense right free wi-fi thanks yeah. for the free radiation today <laughs> yeah. um and it's all twisted so i love educating people on it my highest values of learning i can you know i learn about this stuff in my, in my spare time similar to people yeah. watching this we had those passions and i love teaching it so uh, i'm excited to share whatever I can today. Cool, beautiful. So first thing I'd like to ask you is why are we here at the sunrise and what is the importance of getting up for the sunrise and and witnessing light first thing in the morning? So it was about four years ago, my girlfriend at the time sent me a podcast when I was learning about EMFs and about 5G, all the 5G towers are coming out. And it was by a doctor called Dr. John, uh, uh, Dr. Jack Cruz. And it was on Melissa Ambassini's podcast. I don't know if you know her. She's awesome. I'm good friends with her brother. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So she had Jack Cruz on the podcast and Jack was saying the light that you eat under is more important than the food that you eat. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, light, uh, food is uh, just packets of light and we have fake light from technology and man-made light and then we have God-given natural light and there's a difference. I was like, what does that mean? And so at the time, I had just started TV presenting. I was doing live television and I was getting anxiety on camera. And I started learning about this stuff and I was like, okay. And I was pretty healthy at the time. I'd been doing my thing, fasting and like cleansing and fitness. But I hadn't really mastered the light thing. 
And as a kid growing up, always on games, computer games, or watching movies at nighttime, yeah. I think that that really affected oh, my sleep. I, I went through the same experiences. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so I ended up um, going, well, I've tried everything else. I might as well give this a go. Mm. And, he, and what he spoke about in the podcast was the most important time of the day to set up your sleep, your hormones, to set up yeah, your sleep for that night starts mm. now. It starts first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me growing up, I was an overeater. I love eating or just eat, 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 eat. And what he was talking about is that our body gets energy for our mitochondria, which are the energy packs of the cells, three ways. Mm. Through grounding, electrons from the ground. Mm, what we're doing right now. What we're doing right now. Yeah. Sunlight coming yeah. in and then also food. Mm. But food is one third of the equation. Of the equation. Of, right. of electrons. Mm. So my body, I was like, oh, it clicked. I was overeating, wanting so much food because I was lacking. My body's not lying to me. Yeah, because you're it's lacking the grounding. Yeah. I was lacking the grounding because I was indoors playing computer games, maybe had shoes on too much, going yeah. to school on fake light. And I wasn't out in the light as much because I was in Australia. Yeah, we're kind of, yeah. it's like slip, slop, slap. Yeah. Put a hat on, <laughs> get away from the sun. And, you know, I'd been burnt really bad. And so I was like, yeah, oh, you know, sun's bad. Yeah. So I guess. Put some more chemicals on your skin. Yeah, nice. Zinc yeah. oxide. <laughs> Oxidize the skin. Um, yeah, not dissing sunscreen. I think there is a time and a place and the organic one and the of baby. Course, the the mineral-based ones. Mineral-based yeah. ones. <clears throat> There's some really good ones. The ones for babies would be recommended. Yeah. So if it's sensitive, sensitive yeah. good enough for them, it's good enough for us. Um, and, and sunnies, you know. I used to wear sunglasses and think they were cool and walk yeah. around. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, got a, I'm a character from a movie. <laughs> <clears throat> but he was saying the opposite. Take your clothes off. Get into as much sun as possible. Take your sunnies off. Take your shoes off. Lay on the ground if you can. Jump in the ocean. And I was like, I've tried everything else. I've got anxiety. I'm going to give it a go. So I started to be quite strict in my approach, kind of like anything, I'm like rigid. You know, yeah. every time I start a diet, it's like, oh, I'm going to do it perfect. Yeah. Like carnivore and vegan, all the things that I've tried. And then you kind of like come back to being Yeah, you find balanced. balance with it. Yeah, you take the parts that you really want to utilize. Yeah. yeah. So I decided to give this a go. And I lived in Manly in Sydney at the time. And I was working in the city and I'd go to the city for these, in a TV studio. EMFs everywhere and fake lights in the studio and I was like oh my gosh it's, I was seeing it more than ever because I was learning about it and I watched all of his podcasts I'm awake until the light <laughs> and then I was like started before I went to work early I'd just see the sunrise even if it was for a minute or two minutes or three minutes just look in and then go to work and as I started to do that I also at night time turned off all the lights <laughs> and I lived with Brandon at the time nice. and he'd come home and friends would come over they're like, why is that? It's 6.30. Like, can someone put a light on here? I'm like, no. I was, Stop the light. Stop the light. And it became this fun game. And I was like literally food prepping or cooking in the kitchen with no light on. You know what I mean? Like, did you have like a, a dim lamp on or something? Or? I think I had like, sometimes I'd, I'd cook with the stove on. Like, yeah, so it was okay, flames. Yeah. Or listening to a podcast, a little bit of yeah. light. But your eyes, my eyes adapted. Yeah, of course. And then yeah. so that kind of was a funny game. But as I started to do that, only took me like a week or two. Sometimes I was going to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock. Because you had turned the light off and, you, and then all of a sudden your circadian rhythm recognizes that it's time to go to sleep yeah. rather than being stimulated by yeah. all these bright lights. Yeah. Mm. So, which is the concept of uh, mismatching. 
And, you know, right now we're matching with nature. We've got our shoes off. We've got, you know, we've got the sunnies. We're matching with the frequencies right now. To mismatch would be to put sunnies on, put shoes on, yeah. put lots of clothes, sunscreen, go into a fake environment. We're mismatching. Yeah. And so what I was doing as I started to have more darkness at nighttime, it takes two to three hours of darkness for your body to start to release melatonin. And melatonin yeah. makes us drowsy. Yeah, and that's the sleeping chemical. Sleeping chemical. And we produce serotonin in the morning when we get up to light, right? Yeah. yeah. And, or when, and when we sleep, yeah. you know? So the importance of having that morning routine of up with the sun, down with the sun, put me into a brand new rhythm that was like in sync mm. rather than dis mismatched it was in yeah. sync with nature in harmony and flow because the the day and night never changes right it's, it's i mean it, sunrise gets a little bit later or later in winter and earlier in summer but yeah. it's a constant flow it's never going to stop right that's right we've biologically yeah. evolved or been living in these environments for so long that we can't yeah. change it now yeah it's part of our natural rhythm literally and that's the challenge is that people want to become you know, the thing about being a human, <laughs> the good thing about being a human is that we have free will. The horrible thing about being a human is that it's, we, we can also disconnect from the things that are designed to support us. Yeah. And so as I started to get into a better rhythm with up with the sun, down with the sun, my anxiety disappeared. I was sleeping quality sleep, waking up like before my alarm, waking up fresh. And I was like, huh. And then I'd have less cravings through the day. My mindset was more balanced, less negative self-chatter and talk, and then I just felt better. Now, I had to let go of a couple of things. I had to let go of socializing at nighttime, tech at nighttime. So it was a cultural, social social change, yeah. but it was so worth it. Yeah. And I was like, there must be more to this. And as I was doing health coaching, studying at the Institute for Integrated Nutrition, doing my YouTube channel, working with other network marketing companies, I was health coaching, like literally, at that point, close to a thousand people. Yeah. Just because I had like massive organization in Isogenic. So I was just meeting people, yeah. presenting. I presented in front of a thousand people one yeah. time. So cool. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I got to see patterns. When you work with enough people, you get to see that all these people I was chatting to about health coaching, they all had anxiety. And I'd say, So tell me, what's your day? How's your day going? Yeah. Oh, I wake up, I go to the gym. Um, yeah, and I'll go to the office and I work and I come home and then, yeah, I might go to the movies or I might go to, um, you know, dance class or, you know, go home and have dinner. And I'm like, oh, so how much of your time is indoors mm. under fake light? How much of your time is outdoors in, fake, in natural light? And time and time again, everyone was like 90% indoors, fake yeah. light, yeah. and 10% outside. And I was like, maybe there's a correlation here. So I started to become really curious and read and listen and analyze people's results. And I started to look at people with the results that I wanted. You look at all the tribes in Africa. There's a famous study by Weston A. Price, which is he studied the healthiest people on the planet and what they ate and their habits. Yes, they had meat, unpasteurized dairy, because pasteurized dairy and cheese and milk kills all the bacteria. All the good enzymes. All the good enzymes. So they had unpasteurized as long as it's also organic and biodynamic, right? Yeah, yeah, and not yeah. Not conventionally yeah. raised. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. As, as, yeah, for sure. And then they had like now and again they had the potatoes or whatever the tubers and some fruits and nuts and seeds. It's not an amazing diet. It's pretty pretty good. Yeah. You know, we have so much more variety now. But what they were doing is their clothes. They didn't have the clothes on that we have today. Yeah. It's like a tree, right? If we put a tarp over this tree, yeah, 
<laughs> pinned it down, what's going to happen to the tree? It's going to die gonna pretty die. quickly, yeah. Or if we put something underneath its roots. Uh, if we put some shoes on it. <laughs> yeah. If we suffocate its roots. Yeah. How tall is it going to grow? Not going to grow very big. Its roots aren't going to get very far. Yeah. And then the other part of that modern world is that we have EMF. So routers, if you've ever seen a router functioning and they plant sprouts and they grow sprouts, and as the sprouts grow, they tilt away from the router. They've actually like growing like this. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> when I used to, because I lived away from my dad for so long, we'd have lots of calls on the phone and my head would be hot. Yeah. And I didn't know about the yeah, EMS. from your phone. Yeah. And afterwards, my head would be sore and I was like, and then I started to watch this documentary called um, Generation Zapped. Generation Zapped. And it talks about how people are electrosensitive. Some people can handle it. Some people can't handle it. Yeah. They walk into a room and they're like, ah. Oh. And yeah. so I started to dive into that realm as well. And I was like, oh, this is a real thing. And there's some studies out there. It's obviously a controversial thing because there's so much money behind. Yeah. Oops, there's my Healy hanging out. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Product placement yeah, yeah, there between we go. the legs. Um, and so, yeah, I started to look at my environment. So I got the EMF meters. Yeah. And I was like, everywhere I went, uh, I was like. I've seen the videos on Instagram and YouTube of people with EMF meters checking all these different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, far out. And I started to learn about, um, I remember in science, the light spectrum. I don't know where, yeah, what subject, subject we're learning yeah, about. the that. frequency of light. Light. Yeah. And then hearing how we only see on the visible spectrum of light, light. 1%, yeah. maybe less. Yeah. And that's so, where color That's where color that's exists, where color right? is. In the frequency band, yeah. Yeah. And different colors of this light spectrum impact our body in different ways. Mm. So the blue light, which is more the white light during between 10 to 4 o'clock, is yeah. really good for... Um, tanning the skin, helping our melanin, which makes yeah. us tanned, yeah. Yeah, which, is, which has a lot of benefits. They say boosts in, in melanin allows you to have a greater ability to detox heavy metals yeah. in your immune system. It's because it's the electrical charge through the body. And that, would that be when we're also absorbing the most vitamin D or, or creating the most vitamin D as well? I, yeah, ideally, you know, 10 to 4 p.m., and you want to have, you know, 15 to 20. It depends on, yeah. you know, if people are darker, yeah. they need more. They need three, four times more sun. Yeah. People really fair will need less sun. Yeah. So it depends on our, our skin type. Yeah. Um, but yeah, depending on the sunlight. So in the morning, the red light specifically will penetrate deeper into the body, the red light, but it won't tan us. It won't, yeah. won't. Yeah, you can be any. in the sun for three hours in the morning and you don't three get burned. Three in the morning, you don't yeah. get burned. Yeah. People are like, oh, the sun's so toxic. Well, yeah, if you sit in the sun at 12 o'clock, yeah. you'll get burnt. So don't yeah. get burnt. Maybe get a little bit pink. Yeah. But in the morning right now, why we're here is to get these red spectrums of the light frequencies from the sun. Mm. It's that beautiful red and orange and purple and, uh, oh, my gosh, so nice. Like yeah. the, the, the landscape <laughs> yeah. and the na like the natural beauty that I see every morning, it's just like I'm in awe. Yeah. I start my day and yeah. like, <gasps> yeah. and then apparently <laughs> our body produces opioids mm. like heroin mm. and we become addicted to the sun. This yeah. is why people be like, <laughs> and you feel better. Oh, and, you see those like those sixty-year-olds that sit in the sun all day, and they're like leather. Yeah, they're like, yeah, <laughs> the skin. Yeah, yeah. you could roll it up. Yeah. They're hiding like snacks in it or something. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, and they're like so dark. But they're yeah. thin. You know, they look pretty yeah, happy. Yeah, they're genuinely, yeah. they look they're pretty. Strong. They look great. Yeah. They're just like boom. <laughs> yeah. So why we're here is to get these red light spectrums of light in the morning, which to the eyes isn't gonna. Yeah. 
cause any damage, yeah. right? Especially just the first five, 10 minutes. Mm. Ideally, you don't want to look specifically straight into the sun. Mm. You want to look just over here and it goes into mm. the eyes. And then from doing that, apparently <clears throat> the, the, the wave frequencies mm. of light get slowed down in our eye. We have these oscillating capture, I don't, I don't know the technical name, but our light, the light gets captured in our eyes. It slows it down and creates nutrition for our mm. brain and our body. It goes down our brainstem into our whole body. Wow. <clears throat> we know about vitamin D. Now, the link, what I was saying, the healthiest people on the planet and started to study them, mm. they're in the sun, they're eating a clear diet, clean diet, none of the toxic man-made stuff, and they're in the sun, but specifically vitamin D, which we know is really good for our immune system, is created uh, through the sun, which we know, but it's also created through the importance of cholesterol. Mm. So we need cholesterol, and that's why I was vegetarian for six or seven years growing up with all these health challenges. I'm like, ah... Oh, I was lacking the light, mm. I was lacking the grounding, I was overeating because I wanted all the electrons from the food, yeah. but then the food that I was eating, food is really important, mm. it wasn't allowing me to actually get the benefit from the light. So you want to have sunlight, but you also want to have the good quality food, high cholesterol, which is meat, dairy, animal products, yeah. clean, obviously is best. And then the sun gets transformed into vitamin D through the cholesterol. Yeah. And this is where a lot of my friends who are vegan and vegetarian for a long period of time, they come to my broth night mm. and I've been cooking this slow cooked bone broth yeah. for 20, 24 hours. And there's also a vegetarian option yeah. and they literally come and they haven't eaten meat for years and they're like, they're, I'm like, what, what would you like? They're like, oh, I'm like, oh, do you want the vegetarian one? They're like, no, no, no. I'm going to have the broth today. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and time and time, like there's so many of my friends who have been veg vegan vegetarian, which is fine, it's great, but they've started to then transition, their body just wants more meat. But specifically not the flesh, mainly the broth. And the broth is really cl cleansing and nourishing and that has the fat in there. So I've seen it and just listened and analyzed and been around enough people to go, okay, there's something to this, let me learn more about it. And that's why we're here today. And the missing piece of the puzzle is, is, is connecting the things that society does the least and yeah. doing the opposite. Yeah. So it's like most of society is sick. Most of society has anxiety. Most of society is overweight. Most of society is unhappy. Yeah. What are they doing in the box? Yeah. Okay, let's just take a couple <laughs> of those habits that might be good. I like living inside a house. Yeah. You know, I like electricity. <laughs> I yeah. like my Wi-Fi on my phone. Like yeah. I'm not going to go away from that. It's just how do I become more aware of the things that are causing harm and how do I buffer them or support them through blue blockers yeah. or maybe some supplementation yeah. or different habits like now if I'm going to be on my computer all day mm. I got to get outside in the red light to yeah. balance out the blue light yeah so I'm more aware now and the more that I do this the happier I feel yeah. the more time I have yeah. I just have so much time yeah like getting up early just like you have like a good two or three more hours and most people oh, I don't have enough time for that well that's your fault um, and so I have more time, more energy, I'm sleeping better, my hormones are on point, I feel stronger at the gym, like my results, I'm lifting heavier, and yeah, my focus, my results, every area of my life's improved as a result. Yeah, since you've got in the flow with the, I guess, the natural the rhythm of day and, day and night. Wow. Yeah, doing that TV presenting, my anxiety disappeared, yeah. and I just started raving about it the last four years. Cool. Wow. Sunrise, sunrise, sunrise. So, yeah. yeah, I can't recommend it enough, guys. It's not going anywhere. It's free. It's in yeah. your backyard. Yeah. And, um, you know, cool. So, this is something that I 
I've heard from other sources. What if you have to get up? You have a job that you have to get up an hour, two hours before sunrise. Um, one thing that I heard was that turn on whatever lights you have in your house straight away <clears throat> so that you're sparking your serotonin to activate and awaken yourself. Is there so- anything that you know about that around, you know, if you do have to get up way before the sunrise? Yeah, that's a really good point. Because it's like, well, all light is made equal then, isn't it? Mm. Light's light. Well, no, it's like food or mm. water. Not all water's made equal. We drink tap water, there's chemicals of fluoride, chlorine, chlorine yeah, all the things in it, right? All the heavy metals. Heavy metals. All pipes. It's stuck. It's all in the right angles of the pipes. Yeah. Or you sit underneath a waterfall, fresh waterfall, and the yeah. energy of that, and it's yeah, clean. The negative ions. The negative ions. And it's like, yeah. So just as all water is not made equal, all light is not made equal too. So in the morning, <laughs> yeah, I actually met someone recently. He's like, yeah, I get up straight away. I put my, my um, like halo light on and yeah. I get my computer. And I'm getting that light in the morning. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, so close yet so far. <laughs> like these people, some of them are walking with shoes on and sunnies on. And I'm yeah. like, you're so close yet so far. <clears throat> so the light, even our phone, like a good example is our phone, right? Yeah. So in the morning... Uh, if we were to say turn the lights on yeah. in the house, wake yeah. up, say what, five in the morning, yeah, five in the morning. sunrise isn't, hasn't happened, yeah. put the lights on, maybe your phone as well is on normal mode, yeah. it's brightness. Yeah. This is about 6,000, the measurement of light is 6,500 Kelvin. Yeah. And so now it's about 1,500, 2,000, 3,000 Kelvin. Okay, cool. So to be fully in sync with nature, like if we go like that, it yeah. feels so good. We're just like, yeah. it's made it like that. It's yeah. just like... Yeah, it fits. It's like... It's like a glove, right? Yeah, like yeah. We're designed to do that. And so that's the same with nature. And so mm. imagine if you put the light on, say, you're looking at your phone, it's check your phone straight away, and it's this fake light of 6,500 mm. Kelvin. It mimics 12 o'clock light. Uh, so if you want to say, <clears throat> in terms of matching with nature, that would be like... Yeah. <laughs> the full <laughs> light. Like this is these two Not yet. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah. And so that's a mismatch. Yeah. Now, if you're working in a job that doesn't allow you to do it, don't necessarily put the fake lights on like that because Ooh. that's not matching with the spectrums of light in the in, environment. In the morning, yeah. Put on, say, the salt lamp or a red light panel yeah. or a candle yeah. <laughs> or something like that yeah. too where you okay. can slowly get into the, the day's light to work into it. Mm. And then also on your phone, putting on, you know, dimming the brightness, yeah, putting on the night mode, yeah. the night mode mm. and then taking the color out because the color is a massive part yeah, to it as well. because that's what's overstimulating the system first yep. thing. Well, they say being a night shift worker is this, is like a class two carcinogen yeah. and smoking cigarettes and yeah. drinking. And the same, th- I think there's a, I can't remember the exact statistics, but I've read it multiple times about nurses that do night shifts yeah. have like far higher incidences of all types of chronic disease, yep. cancer, all the rest, yep. because they're under blue light in the middle of the night when yep. their body should essentially be sleeping. Same, same thing again, at night, if you're doing a night shift or you're working as an entrepreneur on the computer, uh, on your Zooms and all the types of things, yeah. that light is 12 o'clock sunlight. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you have dry eyes at the end of the day mm. or a headache or you find like you, you know, your eyes are getting worse and worse as you grow older? It's yeah. because it's 
that light isn't bad. Like we need the blue light during yeah, the day. Of course. But that light actually gives us energy. It actually turns our stimulating. It's stimulating. Right? Yeah. It's like putting the car pedal on the accelerator and driving. But then your body wants to calm down at nighttime, and it's like putting the brake on. And so you're accelerating the engine and putting the brake on. Brake on. Yeah. What's going to happen to the car? Because the blue light at nighttime is is still making our body produce serotonin, which keeps us awake. And it. What do they say? Is it? 60 minutes after we stop light is when we start producing melatonin or enough that'll help us get to sleep. Yeah, Something around hours, that point. Yeah. yeah, a few hours. Mm. So that's why it's good to reduce light in the evening. And this is something that I've done for many years now. I've had a salt lamp for probably about eight to 10 years. And yeah, pretty much every evening I would turn and dim the lights down. Mm. I remember reading some Instagram posts and stuff I've been interested in for a long mm. time you know, get rid of bright light at night. And it made sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and then I got I got some blue light glasses. Here's for some university. I prepared earlier. Yeah, I got some for university when I was probably in 2013. I got some blue light glasses when I heard about them. Nice. My parents were like, oh, we can get these glasses. <clears throat> we can put a blue light filter on them. And I was like, oh, cool. What's that? Did a little of research and was like, oh, great. And then when I worked in banking, I'd sort of forgotten about the glasses for a bit. Worked in banking, and I'm in the computer screen t- from 8 a.m. in the morning till sometimes 8 p.m. at night. Mm. I then got the blue light glasses out again, and was like, I'm going to take these to work. I felt a little bit weird at the start. I was like, oh, I'm wearing glasses in the office, but I don't actually have eye problems. But then I was like, no, actually, screw that. Yeah. And as soon as I started wearing them, I'd chuck them on, I'd do my whole day of work, I'd take them off the end of the night, and I'd, my eyes would feel relaxed versus mm. sitting there for a whole day and then at the end of the day, getting home after, you know, eight to 12 hours on a screen, my eyes would just be like drooping. Like I'd get oh. home, I'd be bloodshot, glasses on, I'd come home and I'd actually take them off and my eyes would be relaxed. Yes. So. Nice. Yeah. Incredibly potent stuff. <clears throat> and yeah, like that, that process at the end of the night of dimming the lights down, you know, the salt lamp, um, you know, same thing. I actually just have my phone on night mode all the time. All the now, time, me too. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't turn it off. I don't take it on to bright mode. And same thing with my computer. My computer's on night mode yeah. 24-7. Yeah, nice. Every now and again, somehow, it, like, it switches back <laughs> onto normal mode. And I'm like, it's my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, same thing. Because your eyes have well. adapted. Yeah, my eyes yeah. have adapted to it. And yeah. most people go, oh, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't important. But yeah. what happens is your eyes are so used to the bright light that you've adapted to it. That's the cool thing about being a human. And also, uh, a a curse in disguise <laughs> yeah. because if we adapt to it we think it's normal oh it's fine yeah. it's fine but on a quantum level on a on a yeah yeah really small small level these things over a long period of time start to degrade the eyes which impact you know every part of the body as well so it's easy to fix you get some blue blocking glasses yeah um there's a certain brand a friend of mine creates that has these magnetized ones so you have different lenses oh cool so, so you can clip them. off daytime Sweet. nighttime super nighttime yeah and so I'll, I'll, yeah, send them to you. And then, yeah. um, and then at nighttime or on your computer and on my phone, dimmed mode, but also my computer iris, I R I S tech, yeah. and yeah. that's or flux, yeah. F L U X. Just check that out, and you yeah. can download these filters. Yeah, and they'll put it over your screen. Yeah. yeah, and then I have the red light at nighttime. So if I am going to be having some blue light from the computer or multiple screens, yeah, they have the red light to balance out yeah. the spectrums of light as well. Yeah. And so um, 
that's the other one. And then also, ideally, if you want to be a true biohacker, you want to go wireless. Wireless. You know, because, sorry, wired, wired. Wired. So yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I love wireless so much. Yeah, wireless is so good, but I just want to take myself away from <laughs> the it. The opposite. <laughs> what, what, there was wires once upon a time? <laughs> yeah, what's a wire, what's man? What's a wire? <laughs> yeah. So on my phone, another cool story about that, and why EMFs is something to consider. A friend of mine, or a friend of a friend of mine, was trying to get pregnant through his with his wife for like, a year mm. nothing worked they're about to spend like 20 30 grand on ivf or whatever this treatment was super expensive yeah. these days he then found out about the sun he then found out about turning his phone on flight mode mm. and so he's put his phone on flight mode in his pocket every time he walked yeah and two weeks later she fell pregnant it's like mm. so that semen of his was his semen of his were just like like All just not light. matching yeah 100% <laughs> so these things and then on your computer ideally go wired yeah. so connect your ethernet cable to your computer to your router and go wired yeah. and then never touch your laptop because of the electricity especially when it's plugged in yeah if you've ever touched your laptop when it's plugged yeah, in it, like, has it feels zap. like warm feeling yeah. on, on my on my mac it's like a metal so i can like oh yeah and um <laughs> this and, is like level like 10 this is like level 10 yeah yeah as the sun comes <laughs> out beautiful this is level 10 too yeah um <laughs> and then having my computer even when i travel as an entrepreneur traveling i take my keyboard my big clunky mm. keyboard and an adapter and a mouse yeah so then i'm wired and I'm yeah. off the EMF. Yeah, okay. Mm. Wow. In an ideal situation. Yeah, in, my an, blue ide blocker. in an ideal situation. Yeah. <laughs> like a bubble, we'll get some of those um, those Leela quantum like EMF protection, like little metal ball things to block us from the EMFs as well. Just these little holes in a screen yeah. or a bulletproof vest or something, like a shield. <laughs> But it's getting like that. Like, it is it is really crazy. It's quite yeah. post-apocalyptic and, like, crazy yeah. to think that we have to do that. But yeah. now, more than ever, we need to do more on the healthy yeah. side. We need to stack the health yeah. to mitigate what we're doing to ourselves. Yes, I love convenience of being able to watch a movie at any time of the day. Yeah. Yes, I want to be able to call people and build a business online mm. and do that. Yeah. And in life, there's cause and effect. Everything has a consequence. Yeah. So it's just being <clears throat> smart. It's tweaking it. And my vision is to have thousands of people here at sunrise. Yeah. Imagine that. You're constantly. Coming here, yeah, networking, on, having a chat, having your cacao, doing your breath work, doing your... Yeah. Why isn't this the gym? Yeah. We've yeah. just got it all backwards. Yeah. And I... Yeah. And I'm in full agreement with everything that you say. The one part that I, that I sit with is not to become over-obsessed and to the point of fearing these particular things, you know? I've... I've had conversations with people that are like so far on one end of the spectrum, like, oh, fuck, you know, the radiation from this and this is going on and this is going on. And they're almost living in a state of fear yeah. where their fear-based reality is actually causing problems from this thing that may not be causing that many problems for other people if they weren't so fear-based around that. Let's say the, you know, I, I've had these conversations with people about 5G towers and this person, you know, they're living in their apartment and then this 5G tower got put up and, and then they're like, all of a sudden my health started getting so bad and I'm like, and they're like, these fucking people and I'm trying to sue them and like, and going so like far against this thing that that situation is actually manifesting in all this illness <laughs> within them because they're so angry and frustrated at it. Yeah. So 
what I, the way I like to live is like, cool, I've, I've learned all these things and I've, got, I've been able to integrate them in many little different subtle ways over the years. It was, didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen like I went from right. not doing all this stuff to now doing all these things. Yeah. But slowly I, you know, and like you, we go really hard into something at the start and we go, boom, 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 yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah, I did whole food, plant-based, raw vegan for a full year and went, wow. And yeah. then I like have tracked back from that and, and incorporate organic meat and and utilize bone broth and utilize raw milk and raw honey and yeah. these other food products that yeah. I know have immense health value. Yeah. And same thing with the light. Like, you know, I there are situations where I just can't get away from it. And so I'm not sitting there yeah. like fuck you yeah. fucking because that would cause like, anger yeah. and frustration and that, and like then, that, that emotional more in the body yeah so <laughs> great point it's finding that relationship with these things and with our environment so that we can be in line with the natural rhythms but we can also operate and move through the the artificial world in a way that also supports us as well so yeah yeah thank you very much for tapping in and sharing that mm. point mm. um what are you creating at the moment mm. um, for for yourself, but also for your extended community and to give back and support the planet? And uh, so much, yeah. so much. Yeah, we're creating right now. Yeah. I feel like my whole life is in creation. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing. Sick. You know, I feel like I'm finally out of my own way. None of the stuff in my head, or none of the toxic people, and none of the yeah. relationships and family. Like, Obviously, that I have my challenges, yeah. but it's like those things I see are actually, if they're challenges, I see that they're in the way yeah. rather than, uh, sorry, I see them as on the way rather than in the way. Yeah. And so everything has more of a purpose. And so my perspective, what I'm, what helps me do that, stay in a state of creation is my perspective, my perception of reality. Mm. And so what I'm creating at the moment, and it comes on, on the back of this light stuff, is because we are light beings, right? Mm. We're beings of light yeah. and we're beings of darkness. We need that pitch black at night. We need the yeah. light during the day. Yeah. Similarly, when we follow our passion, when we do what we love, when we do our highest excitement, mm. when we add value, contribute, give to something greater than us, yeah. that also creates light inside of us. Mm. People that fast for a long period of time, you know, yeah. like where does that energy come from? Yeah. You know, yes, they're probably getting the sunlight and they're getting the grounding and the water and things like that. And they're in from a, coming from an inspired place. So um, what I've created through doing a whole bunch of personal development or the coaching and all these amazing people that I've been around, I've seen that the biggest problem for society is a lack of clarity. People know so much. Oh, I know how to do this. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know this. But you're not doing it. <laughs> so there's a mat there's worlds apart. You can know something and not to do it, and that still isn't actually knowing it. Yeah. That's my one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> to know yeah. and not to do is yet to know. Yeah. And so <laughs> what helped me transition. <laughs> so what helped me kind of started to implement my own knowledge was uh, I read a book and one of the affirmations was I am a genius and I apply my wisdom. And I started to recite that. I am a genius and I apply my wisdom. And before that, I knew everything. I knew all the things and I wasn't implementing. So I was like, Farah, I'm going to stop learning for a while. Stop the personal development. Going to all the events. Spent you know, hundreds, over $100,000 on growth, yeah. acting classes, presenting, yeah. business, coaching, coaching health, like, yeah. all, <laughs> like yeah. all the things. Devices. I love it. Devices. <laughs> I love my techie stuff. Yeah. 
And that's funny, actually, right? So while we're wearing tech, yeah. we'll chat about that later. Yeah, yeah we'll draw um, that in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, living in the world, you're right. You know, living in the world, you've got to manage these things and, and live with the times rather than being a full disconnected, I'll go yeah. live in a tree. <laughs> An EMF nomad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I'm considering. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, so the, I'm all about um, the perspective of implementing what you do. So in doing that, as I started to see all these people and listen to all these coaching clients of mine, I realized that they knew what to do, but they weren't implementing. So I was like, how can I help someone implement what they're doing? It's not like, I, I don't have all the answers. You have all the answers. You just need to implement them in a certain structure and get it done. So <clears throat> I created a document. I, with all the personal development stuff that I did, I put together a one document. It's a few pages on yeah. exactly reverse engineering um, action or implementation and reverse engineering and I found that the people who had a vision that was greater than themselves, a purpose, a mission outside of their own personal needs, they were the people that actually implemented more than those that didn't have a vision, that maybe their life was all about them, I want this, I want that and it's like more in the ego or lower yeah. parts of the mind of just pleasure yeah, and away from pain yeah. and so as we have two parts of the brain, the reptilian part of the brain, which is the pleasure, safety, fight, flight, we also have a higher part of the brain for inspiration, reason, um, gratitude, love, you know, like it's, yeah. it's the world's yeah, apart. The spectrum, spectrum of, of emotions. And, yeah. yeah, this dualistic world that constructs. we live in. Yeah, <clears throat> some would call it heaven on earth, right? It's mm. this ability to consciously create or hell on earth is being stuck and in your shit. Stuck in, yeah. And so I was like, okay, let me just pull on all the good things from all the things that I've learned and my own knowledge and I'll put together this document. And so I called it the self-awareness blueprint. And so it helps people awaken their purpose and I've turned it into a three-day video program. Cool. And it's kind of like <clears throat> unplugging people from the matrix, like you know, the Neo who might be in a job right now who wants to look for something more. There's like an intuition of like there's something greater than the nine-to-five hamster wheel, which is yeah. great if you love it, but if you want something more, yeah. there's also a choice. And so Morpheus in the Matrix Ooh. comes with the red pill and the blue pill. Ooh. He gives choice. <laughs> what do you want to do? And so yeah. I kind of identify, I know it sounds funny, a bit of a character, but the, the Morpheus character is yeah. like in my life, the people that I meet, I love helping them elevate yeah. and activate. Take the red pill. Yeah. If they choose. Yeah, choice, but a choice. Take it. <laughs> and in the beginning with the health stuff, I was very forceful. I was like, it's very dogmatic or religious. Like, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. And, and yeah, it was I've been there, rigid. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do this, you're not going to be this level like me. <laughs> but I thought, hey, let's just put a document together. And I create a video program. And uh, it's been, been amazing. The people that have used it have implemented it dramatically. And in doing that, my awareness around science, science and quantum biology and learning about frequency, energy, vibration is that when we do what we love, when we align to our highest values, whether that's knitting, jumping in the ocean, driving a car, connecting with family, cooking, business, whatever that thing is, whatever that's unique for you, when you do that, it releases uh, more energy. Your mitochondria, the energy packs of the body, get expanded there as light that's released yeah. just the same as when we look so at the sunrise yeah, yeah there's like there's, we gen we're a battery so we're generating that ourselves look at look at people who are stuck in a job that they hate yeah. they're drinking um on the weekends and they're in the hamster wheel of this 
what they what Napoleon Hill talks about in his conversations with the devil. Yeah, which is it's a, a book. great book. Yeah, amazing. I've, I've listened to the audio book of it. Drifting, yeah. drifting, <laughs> hypnotic rhythm. Yeah. So there, there's a rhythm that us being this physical yet spiritual being. I believe I'm, I'm a spiritual being having a yeah. physical experience, yeah. and in my physical structure, when I'm in a in a consistent pattern. I cr it becomes easier and I can condition myself yeah. just like I can condition myself to look at fake light on a computer yeah. and not notice it or just I can condition myself to become the habit of drinking the habit of drinking I can also condition myself out of it just like recently I was like I'm so I'm, I'm like really afraid of the cold like I don't yeah. like the cold all the ice <laughs> bars that I probably forced myself to do a few years ago I'm like ah, I'm never doing that again it traumatized me I love Wim Hof this is all about that stuff but at the same time, I was like, I have a fear for the ocean and I'm not in that habit, but I know the cold is really important to me because yeah. it cools down the electrical system. Yeah. And then when there's cooler engine, it functions more effectively. Yeah. So I was like, screw it. Let me just yeah. change my brain. Yeah. And I just decided. And one day I was like, yeah, I'm just going to stop See? being someone like that and start being a different identity. And I was like, yeah. I want to be a person who gets up and jumps in the ocean early. And so... In this full circle is that <clears throat> when we actually follow our purpose, which most people don't, mm. most people are still in their own hypnotic rhythm of their own life. Yeah. It's or the, condition, the conditioning yeah, that created them. Yeah. yeah. There's a rhythm of a drum, that that's, which is fine. Everyone has their own thing and their own drifting, so to speak. But if you're able to create conscious awareness around what you love and you, with the big rock theory, crowd out all the small rocks. I don't know if you learned that, yeah. which is like you get all the, the big, the big important things, big important yeah. things, put them in and then all the small things will, most yeah. people but are if you made. you put the small things in first and the big rocks won't fit in, right? Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. You to put the big rocks in first and then the small rocks can work their way around the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. And people are unfulfilled is because they're majoring in the minor things. Mm. And the, the key to it is to major in majors. The major yeah. things in someone's life are the values, our purpose, our vision, yeah. contribution, something outside of ourselves. Yes, I love the whole self-love movement, you know, fill your own cup up. Without filling my cup up, I'm not going to be able to give. Yeah. And it doesn't stop there. Yeah. Like, how much can I fill my cup before it's overflowing? I'm just like, but what if you're, you were filling your cup up so much that it was just you were overflowing and you living your purpose was inspiring other people to live their purpose? Mm. And so, boom. boom. <laughs> so, on a bit of a rant here, but as, as I've noticed, people... I guess, choosing to get out of the matrix into more of a conscious creation style of being aware of what they want to do, um, what they're good at, mm. right? What they love doing, what they're good at, mm. what the world needs, and you can get paid for that as well, then why not do that? And yeah. yes, it might take some time to transition, but that's something that I'm, that I'm creating and um, it goes in, in alignment with the, all the light stuff as well. So it's like... Most people who, if they're stuck, they're not getting the light, light from the environment or the light from within. Yeah, cool. And so what is this thing you've created? It is a, it's a course, a, a small course. Yeah, so I created a free download. I'll put it somewhere here. It's called yeah. the 28A. Yeah. And it's 28 days of actions that allow you to simplify these habits, sunrise, cool. whether it's journaling, whether it's the light at nighttime, uh, water, things like that, because I was inspired by 75 Hard, yeah. which is the document yeah. on how to get fit and healthy, 
and I love it. I don't think I met a single person that's completed, it's completed it. Yeah, of all the people I know that have given it a crack, like most people get to like ten days and I'm hammered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's, it's, uh, I've seen people get sick, injure themselves. Um, it's great in the beginning, and yeah. I love that motivation. Yeah. But it's just, I want, I want people to complete. So brutal. So brutal. So I want people to complete something. Um, and I was like, let's simplify it. Let's build on, <laughs> let's build a new hypnotic rhythm. Yeah. Let's help people disconnect some habits that might be allowing them to drift mm. and get a clear destination on a new path. Mm. And so, it's a free download. You guys can check it out. And um, I find it's just what I do every day. Yeah. And every person and every coaching client that I shared these with, they started to feel better, sleep better, better with their food relationship, better with their relationships with themselves and others. And um, yeah, it continues like that. Wow. That's incredible. I'm excited to learn more. And if it's uh, an example and a way to, to live a life like you live, then I'm sure it's going to help many, many people, man. I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing my best. Like, yeah, if, if there was a better way, like, I'm all down for it. Yeah. Like, my desire, my highest, one of my highest values is truth. Yeah. And so our highest values craft the perception of our reality. Yeah. You know, I will see things and learn things and go, okay, how can I implement this for myself but how can I also help other people with this as well and the truth is is that this isn't going anywhere you yeah. know ideally the best place to go for the sun is near the equator so yeah. there's more red light yeah <laughs> and then it's even easier yeah <laughs> so the vegetarians apparently you know the cultures that have been vegetarian they do it well yeah like Indians sun. are more towards yeah. the equator yeah people like Eskimos down yeah. in the Antarctic, they can't eat fruits and veggies and juices well, every day. Well, even um, this is, I got really deep into learning about omega 3s and fats um, mm. five or so years ago. And <clears throat> if you look at where, um, like, omega 3s are an essential fatty acid for the body, right? And if you look at where, well, because they synthesize into, or not synthesize, but convert into ALA and D DHA in the brain, which yep. is really supportive for many different functions. Uh, also supported by vitamin D at the same time as well yeah. to be able to metabolize in the body, something along those lines. But if you look at the planet and how omega-3s are created, omega-3s from animals are more densely created at the poles. So the yeah. fish that uh, you get at the, the North Pole and the South Pole yeah. are really, really dense in omega-3s. However, the animals that are based around the equator have less omega-3s, less quantities or percentage of omega-3s. However, the plants are more predominant around, around the equator in omega-3s, yep. like your flax seeds, your chia seeds. Um, those, you know, those are the two that have the highest amount of omega-3s nice. in them, and they're predominantly grown around the equator and in those bands. And those same thing, those uh, communities are probably more predominantly plant-based whereas if you're living at the poles you can't yeah. grow vegetables yes. you can't source fruits and fruits and and roots and everything yeah. so you have to eat animals yeah and so you get those omega-3s from the animals so and that yeah, goes on to the yeah sorry no, no, no that's good yeah, yeah, yeah it goes on to the matching conversation yeah. so they're matching with the environments yeah i believe in eating temperately so eating with the the temperature of the sea and seasonally yeah you know otherwise <clears throat> you just we're just mismatching from from our environment yeah it's a tricky one yeah I have one final question before we wrap it up 
if you were to live in this, if you were to have the situation, I know what you've got right now is pretty good, but if there was anything else, if money was no restriction, that you could add into your biohacking regime or no regime, your stack, what would be these other like super high level things that you would do? Uh, if you if you could create the like perfect situation, if you could sum it up in a in a shorter form as well, <laughs> what these like high level things that you would do would be? I would say <clears throat> what trumps what we spoke about briefly was be the quantum health equation, so the yeah. health of the body, yeah, and which is also connects with the mind with purpose, yeah. and we're talking about light and attaching to the purest form, God given, divine essence of us here. Yeah. And so, what would Trump not... Yeah, it's like, I've seen the power of prayer move mountains. Yeah. The faith of a mustard seed can can move mountains. Yeah. And so, I'm a big believer in faith. I don't necessarily say that I'm religious, but I have a relationship with God. Yeah. And the day that I saw an exorcism, and my friend using words from the Bible and scripture, and my friend had a demonic possession where he was... I know this is a bit deep, sorry yeah, guys. this is great. Though. This is like, trumps everything, right? <laughs> is that he, we were driving in Tasmania and I had this overwhelming love in my body and we were seeing the sunset at the time. My mm. friend Anthony was there, we were driving and we'd been on this two-week adventure to find an eco-village in Tasmania. Mm. It'd been challenging, we'd had things, but we really came together as a group. But for this one moment, he had a lot of fear come up and a lot of stuff happened. And I was like, mm. I was driving, I was like, oh my God, all I feel is love right now. Like, I had these tears of joy. And then in the back, my, his, his name's, I won't actually say his name, but a friend of mine. He goes, all I can feel is hate. And I was all like, what? <clears throat> all right. I was like, okay. And as we then went to my friend's house, we got out of the car, and we're walking up the driveway, the sunset was coming down, <clears throat> and he just starts hitting himself. And he's like speaking this way, like, blah, 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 like, just, we're like, what the flip? My friend is like super versed in the Bible. He's, he goes, oh, I use blah, 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 whatever scripture, in Jesus' name, and my friend, we weren't even touching him, his hands were like, boom, boom, boom. He went like this and fell over. And something from the movies, like magic. I was just like, oh, I was like trying to catch him. So from that moment, I started to do a bit more research around the system that we live in, around the Hollywood, the music industry, and how satanic and this death cult is, yeah. is running it. Whatever identity you want to call it, but there's something there. And then I was like, as I started to learn about that stuff, I was like, what's the opposite? Because you can't have light without darkness. You can't have darkness without light. So what was the light? And so the teachings from the Bible have become, and then seeing that experience, that physical experience, I was like, there's something to this Bible thing. There's something to Jesus. And so I started to learn more. And a lot of what I learned is like, Jesus isn't even his name. His name is Yahshua. And he... A lot of the, the Bible has been edited. It's been changed, changed over the years. so much. Yeah. To, to control populations, right? To control populations, <laughs> to get people to uh, give, <clears throat> give their secrets and confession to the church, yeah. to give their money to the church, yeah. to, have, you know, to create power. Yeah. And that's what, unfortunately, the lower part of the mind would do. Yeah. Power, greed, yeah. self, you know, like hoarding. Yeah. But in being more higher part of the brain light. and contribution and yeah. light, seeing that connection... Um, and, and, and learning about the, the real teachings of Jesus, the Aramaic teachings, mm. which was, he was Aramaic. And the Lord's Prayer, you know, our Father who art in heaven, yeah. Allah be thy name. Yeah. I didn't really resonate with that at yeah. school. <laughs> you know, I went to a Catholic school. I was, yeah, like, I was in a Presbyterian boys' school as well. I was like, I was like, 
flip. Reading these chapters <laughs> of the Bible, I'm like, what? what's this? It's not landing for me. So I started to look at the original translation from Jesus's, uh, the Lord's Prayer before yeah. it was watered down yeah. in the English version yeah. because the English language was even designed to keep the criminals or keep the lower part of society in a state of confusion and create a legal system that confuses us around our true sovereign Christian name yeah. and our power in the system. It's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but in that, um, the Lord's Prayer, uh, maybe you guys check it out. The Lord's Prayer in the original Aramaic translation, yeah. when I read that, I cried. Mm. It was like, just what we're talking about today, it just it hit it my just heart. Landed. And I was like, maybe what I've experienced through religion's eyes is a watered down version. And it's never related because it's just not it doesn't frequency. connect to the heart. It doesn't yeah. connect to me. So I've been curious to learn more, the hidden teachings, what that looks like. And if there's big organizations, and what was it, the Emmys with... Uh, Sam Smith or that song and they've got all this satanic stuff in the in the music oh, video yeah. and been some weird just stuff. some crazy yeah. stuff and you're just like how the flip so if <laughs> the biggest organizations in the world the Hollywood the movie industry the news are, are creating this narrative and pushing that out to the masses yeah then there must be something to it. Maybe yeah. they're doing it in a way of getting power. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So what's the opposite? So that's might been my curiosity. Yeah. And so to answer your question, what trumps all this stuff? Yeah, I would say one's relationship with God and yeah. or spirit or source or <clears throat> or whatever one wants to to relate it to. The, the, or the higher self. Yeah, like I found myself relating to God and the word source for a long time. Yeah. And having my mum, who's a hippie, naturopath, yeah. and then my, my family, my stepdad's yoga and psychotherapy, I was swimming in the new age, yeah. everything. Yeah. And I love the crystals. I love the essential oils. I love, the, you know, yeah. all these different <laughs> healings. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe they have a place. Yeah. My belief is at the top of the pyramid yeah. of the spiritual realm, just like we live in a physical realm, is Yahshua, Yahweh. Yeah. And yeah. so every... There is spiritual law, and it wasn't. My friend didn't call upon Buddha or Krishna to create. It was a Christ consciousness. That was Christ. And this is the other part: is like the the New Age movement. If we want to get a little bit down the rabbit hole, was also orchestrated by um, <laughs> you know, two two out there by the um, uh, Alistair Crowley. So he was the one that created the Satanic Bible. And he was a big influence for a lot of the rock stars, a lot of like the Beatles and um, the Rolling Stones and even Scientology with Ron L. Hubbard. And so a lot of these teachings that we have today, there was a, there was a push for New Age to, to separate people from, I don't believe in religion, we're being the structural institutional state, yeah. but the pure form. And yeah. so if we can create a state of confusion and create distraction and separate the yeah. people, whether it's blacks versus whites, yeah. religion versus non-religion, yeah. new age versus... No, it's gender versus other gender. All this stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, light, dark, like it's, it's separating and causing confusion, left party, right party. That is... So we got to like throw creating, that away. Create, ultimately creating an enemy outside of oneself, yeah, right? Or enemy. outside of one's group, yeah. And so it's it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't care what the truth is. I'm happy to see past my own conditioning to the best yeah. of my ability. I'm, I'm happy to say I'm wrong. I'm happy to say I don't know. I'm happy to say this. I'm just figuring out yeah. by, by myself, you know, figuring it out in, by myself with other people and taking time to think and consider it for myself and try it on. And I see a lot of people coming to, to a confusion inside of whether it's 
I guess there are words at the end of the day, but words are also frequency. Yeah. And and true words, like, how's your days? How's your day going? Which is like days. Or how's your week going? How's your week? You know, all these different sayings that we say in society. Good morning. Well, what are you mourning today? Good morning. What are you mourning today? Good morning. Morning is when someone dies. You mourn them. So we're living in a world where we're speaking in certain frequencies with our words. And yeah. uh, it's a bit of a joke. I, I say it as lighthearted. And at the same time, in the beginning, there was the word. And the word was God, whether it was the Om yeah. or the different chants and how we feel. We were chatting about like um, vocal exercises yeah. before this. Yeah. And how you feel when you start chanting or singing or... Oh, it's so elevating. It's so elevating. Yeah. And so whether it's elevating singing uh, these rap songs with these crazy lyrics of like, bitch ho, you know, you know all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're trying to take us on that journey. But if you yeah. actually come back to it, you know, different sounds and different emotions and different thoughts impact different parts of the body. Yeah. And so one of my favorite scriptures is that, uh, in Proverbs, it says, "Life and death is on the is on um, on the tongue. Life yeah. and death is on the tongue." On the tongue. Mm. So we can speak creation, or we can mm. speak destruction. Mm. And so, yeah, um, it's it's an interesting discussion, and um, <laughs> the whole I've, I've stepped away from the New Age because of the confusion in it. Because I feel like, like the veganism, the vegetarianism, it's also not the full truth, so to yeah. say. So I love when people say Christ consciousness, mm. but that's also relating Christ to, it's a general of like, oh, it's, it's also the same as like Buddha consciousness or this, this consciousness. I feel mm. like whether it's the name, I feel like there's something more. Yeah. There's something that trumps. I mean, there is, there always is one underlying energy that connects us all. And whether we want to call that source, God, the whatever it want to be, we can't deny the fact that there is one energy that holds us all together that yeah. bonds everything yeah. that brings us into creation that yeah. takes us out of creation to wherever else we go after yeah. so when we can connect to that and start to build that relationship with that energy that connects everything yeah. and we can have the faith that yeah that there's something there that's yeah. holding us always yeah. then I think that we can be and live in a, in a very beautiful way and then we can join in with the natural rhythms of life we can look at ways to counterbalance the artificial world and mm. its influences on our natural rhythms and we can ultimately live a very fulfilling healthy life when we start to do these things so mm. thank you cool. You're so welcome. much for for sharing all your deep knowledge uh, where could people find you what are your yeah. socials yeah just online zach dean on my instagram youtube facebook yeah tiktok all the things linkedin yeah. Um, and yeah, what you're saying there is that there is this, it's, there's, there's always going to be a positive or a negative, but like in a battery, yeah, the, the earth duality. that we live, the duality, <laughs> there's this whole kind of, and whether they're words to like identify it and help to actually crystalline these, these concepts, mm. it really, it helps us to understand that. And then we can live them out in our everyday life. Yeah. yeah. There's like. Well, they say vocabulary. The more vocabulary you have, the ultimately more perspective points you have. And the more perspective right. points you have, the more dots that you can join yep. in your reality. And from one topic to the other topic, you can combine everything so you can have a more holistic view of the world and ultimately understand things from a far better perspective. So, Yeah, yeah poly, poly, yeah. Uh, polymath. Polymath, To yeah. be an expert at all these different things and yeah, connect and all together. Yeah, bring them all together. 
Um, one final thing, if you could sum up the best way to live your life in 10 seconds, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> best way to live your life in 10 seconds. Listen to this podcast on 5,000 speed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, one. Dun, dun, dun. I would say step number one is align to your own purpose and values, yeah. right? Align to what lights you up. Yeah. Get in touch with these God-given frequencies yeah. and start to go inside to think mm. and have your own relationship with what it is that life is. Boom. Ask for what you want and, and push away things that you don't want. So whether that's ask for love, ask for compassion, ask for forgiveness, ask mm. for abundance, ask for healing. You can ask for these things. What we think about, we, we talk create. about and we move and it's a frequency and we can actually create that in everything we do and then the things that we don't want say I don't want this I don't want that it's important to say yeah. no if yeah. you want to say yes to things we also have to say no mm. have a good wow. positive balance with those relationships with yes and no wow. and then surround yourself with amazing people that align to um, that values. align to you yeah that align to you to connect for you know for community yeah. Yeah. and um, wow. yeah have fun and <laughs> Just keep, just keep ranting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Epic, dude. Appreciate Thanks, guys. you so much. Fun. Yeah. What was that? I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be back for another conversation at some point in the future. Wow, that was about an hour. Yeah. Happy days. Thank you, good yeah. sir. Thank you. <laughs> Epic.